Welcome to Locked On NFL, your daily podcast on the National Football League on the number one daily sports podcast network. This episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. I am Brian Peacock, as always, alongside Matt Williamson. People who've been listening to the show a long time, Matt, know that uh, we used to talk a lot with Mike Sando, and he's got his yearly article up at The Athletic, 2020 Quarterback Tiers. Dropped that yesterday, and then today, risers and fallers of those tiers. We don't have Sando joining us today on the program, although we will be talking to him, I'm sure, sometime soon. I love talking to Mike Sando, but we've got to go over these quarterback tiers again because... This is one of the funnest articles about the NFL to me every year. Oh, without question. And before we do, it's funny because right before you hit record, you said, boy, I might go back to a year ago and listen to our Sando tier show yes. and see what we all had to say. You know, like Baker Mayfield was super hot a year ago, you know, things like that. And um, boy, this Lamar Jackson, can he handle it all by himself? You know, the, the, you know, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of commentary along those lines. And the reason I bring that up, though, and, and I'm glad because it just ring a, rung a bell in my head. When I woke up this morning, I went on Facebook, you know, just my personal account. And, you, you know, on Facebook, sometimes it says, like, here's your memory from four years ago. Well, today's that popped up was my announcement that I am super excited to be starting a new podcast called Locked on NFL it's going to be the, the biggest daily sports, you know, it was my, my first, I announced it four years ago that I was going to host the wow. show. So just coming up on my, my timeline today, I was pretty was like, wow, how about that? Four years. Congrats, man. I've been doing this with you for one year and it's been a heck of yeah. a lot of fun. And it's really, really cool to see how much growth has happened on the network because I'm sure like, just like when I started doing Locked On 49ers, there wasn't a lot of listeners right away. And to see this thing grow into the millions, we're on track for like 5 million listeners this year. Uh, it's been pretty amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So I announced it four years ago that I was going to start this endeavor, and I'm happy I did. That is awesome. Congrats, Matt. Thank you. Let's, so let's get to Sando. He yeah. was a big part of it, too. Quarterback tiers. There are five quarterbacks in tier one this year, and I'm going to read off the the tier one quarterbacks, and, and you let me know after I read these tier one quarterbacks off if there's any surprises here, if you think maybe someone's in a tier two soon, or if there's more quarterbacks that belong in this tier. Number one, not a surprise, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. He is the new part owner of the Kansas City Royals now with all of that new money, yeah, which it didn't that, take right. long for him to become an owner. I'd actually made a joke about how uh, he should buy the Washington football team and call him the, the Washington Kansas City Chiefs practice squad. Um, <laughs> but no, and then lo and behold, he actually buys a professional team and he's a part owner. Uh, I, I don't know how much he owns of the Royals, but uh, that's pretty cool. It is. Russell Wilson. Um, Yep. Tied with tied with Patrick Mahomes for the number one spot with quarterbacks at at quarterback one, uh, so that's an interesting yeah. one too. So so Russell Wilson getting a lot of love around the league. It's not just okay, Patrick Mahomes. Now let's see who's next. Russell Wilson's right there with him, according to uh, these executives. Yeah, let's stop there for a minute because I've been saying that for a while now that. I'm not bashing on Mahomes at all, but they are tied for me as the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, Wilson does more with less than Mahomes, including passing attempts and whatnot. Um, I think Mahomes' arrow is going up faster than Wilson, who's in his prime right now. But I was very happy to see that, that 
both these guys got perfect scores. I guess there's 50 voters. All 50 put both these guys in tier one. So, you know, that just shows that I really think that, and again, this isn't, Sando's just compiling votes. This isn't his vote. He's not putting them what he thinks or any of that. He's, he's accumulating votes and quotes and put together this great article. But to me, those two are their own tier now. Like, I think it's a question of who's number three, that these two stand alone. If I were to tier things out, I would probably have more tiers, and these two would be the elite tier. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, I can definitely get with that. The way that Sando does it, there's five tiers here. And by the way, there's not any rookies included. There's 35 eligible veteran quarterbacks that are quote-unquote starters right now in the league. And again, these are 50 NFL coaches and evaluators and executives that are voting on this. So don't get mad at Mike Sando or us about this list. These are right. executives around the league, which I think is cool to peel back the curtain and see how some of these decision makers think about the quarterbacks around the league. And uh, all 50 votes for tier one for Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Coming in number three is Aaron Rodgers, which was a little bit surprising here. He got 46 votes for tier one and four votes for tier two. He was a tier one guy last year. He's been a tier one guy for a very long time in the NFL, but I think maybe I thought executives would see him as someone who's trending in the wrong direction. Yeah. And let's just name a few because I got a kind of bigger picture thoughts here on, on okay. this area of the, of the tiers. We'll finish the top tier here. Aaron Rodgers is third. Drew Brees fourth with 33 tier one votes and Deshaun Watson rounds out the top tier. He got 28 tier one votes, 22 tier two votes. And those are your five quarterbacks that were tier one quarterbacks this year, according to these 50 coaches and execs. Okay. Now I, I want to mention the next two because Tom Brady, I'm, I'm sure some people are like, why isn't Brady a tier one guy? You're crazy. Mm -hmm. He's the best player of all time. He comes in at, at number six leading tier two. And wait, where's the MVP at? Lamar Jackson comes in at number seven behind those guys at tier two. And to me, again, I know Sando has a system and you tier these guys appropriately, but Brady, Rogers, Breeze are all very similar to me. And I'm not saying they're bad players. They absolutely obviously aren't. They're all-time greats. But their best days are behind them, although I'm a little afraid to say that about Rodgers. He yeah. may like the world on fire, and I might eat those words. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think Rodgers has played all that great or like a Tier 1 player for a couple years now. I don't think Brady had a Tier 1 year at all, and these votes reflect that. And I think it's pretty clear by how the Saints play offense that Breeze isn't asked to put the theme on his shoulders as a Tier 1 guy does. So where I'm going with that is I loved seeing Watson in Tier 1. I think he very much belongs. I'm a huge believer. Frankly, I would have had Lamar 3, although his body of work pales in comparison to Breeze, Rodgers, and Brady, of course. But he was the MVP, and nobody wants to play against that guy. But where I'm going with this is we talked about at the beginning of the show a year ago if we listened to things. So mark my words, when we listen to this a year from now, I think this area of quarterback ranks is going to be in more flux than ever. You know, that Mahomes and Wilson, I'll be shocked if they're not tier one guys next year. I'll be shocked if Lamar's not in the conversation right in that neighborhood and same with Watson. But I think a lot of guys we're going to mention are going to climb. I think a lot of these older guys are falling off that I think that 
tier two, tier one break right now is a little foggier than I can remember at this time of year. That's a great way to put it. It's in flux in this portion of Mm -hmm. it. So we could see those older quarterbacks all be tier two guys going forward or not on the list, you know, at all. If, if some of them retire and then the, the Lamar Jackson's in and along with Watson and, you know, Mahomes and some others will get like tier one guys for a while. And the new, the new locked in tier one where there's not as much of a conversation, but it's interesting because uh, both Brady that you mentioned there at six and Lamar Jackson at seven, uh, they both had a lot of votes for tier one and tier two. Brady had 22 tier one votes, 28 tier two votes. So the way this look, the way this list works, wherever you get the most votes, that's the tier you're in. And we'll see some, probably see some quarterbacks down here that have votes in, in three different tiers. Uh, actually, yeah, and Lamar Jackson, one of them, he got three tier three votes, which is interesting. 31 tier two votes and 16 tier one votes. So people were all over the board on Lamar Jackson. The three t- the, the tier three votes here is like, they, I would like to have the, some names I'm about like, who voted yeah, right. on those. Yeah. I'm curious, is that just some 80-year-old curmudgeon that that's yeah. not how you play quarterback in this league? You know, I mean, that's, that's he can't, you know, do a, what Dan Fouts used to do and Drew Bledsoe used to do. I mean, like, I don't know how you put a tier three vote on Lamar Jackson. I don't know how you put a tier three on Lamar Jackson, but Deshaun Watson is a tier one guy for so many of these voters, right? Right. Like right. they they belong at least in the same tier, or with what we saw from an MVP season of Lamar Jackson last year, Lamar belongs over Deshaun Watson, and it's obviously a style of play thing. I think is is what we're identifying here. One of the quotes here from one of these um, coaches or executives was. The most dominant guy in the league, how is he not a one now? That was what somebody right. said about Lamar Jackson. Uh, and somebody else says, when it really comes down to it, at the end of the year and at the start of the playoffs, the accuracy of the quarterback, his ability to manage the situations, be able to make those plays is what the good ones do, and it's what gets them to Super Bowl where they have success. Right now, Lamar has not been able to win a playoff game with the top 10 defense and run game. You could make the case Baltimore, with that defense, wins their playoff game if they have Brady last year. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. I I mean, (laughs) Tom Brady would not have set the NFL record for most yards from scrimmage from a human being in that game like Lamar did. Let's get to the rest of Tier 2 and some of the later tiers here. Coming up, when it comes to ranking auto parts stores, there is a clear Tier 1, and it's rockauto.com that stands alone. How many of you have... Had your car sit there during quarantine, not driving it, and all of a sudden the battery's dead. RockAuto.com has an amazing selection of car batteries. Get yourself some jumper cables. If you don't have jumper cables, go to RockAuto.com right now. Go buy jumper cables as I did. It's something you need in every vehicle, especially in these times when your car is just sitting out there in the summer heat and people are rarely driving it. Engine parts, brake parts, oil, whatever you need, rockauto.com has it and they have reliably low prices such an amazing selection go to rockauto.com you will be blown away by the selection they have on any vehicle you could imagine i'm scrolling rockauto.com it goes all the way down to 1909 model t's yes they have parts for that it's crazy so fix up that old car keep your new car running smooth amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car or truck will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you coming in at the eighth highest ranked quarterback here a tier two quarterback 
Big Ben Roethlisberger, 34 votes for Tier 2. He had 11 votes, though, as a Tier 1 guy and 5 votes as a Tier 3 guy. Matthew Stafford, Tier 2, 9th ranked overall. Uh, 10th was Matt Ryan. This is an interesting group here, too, to me. And he also had some Tier 1 votes, as did Matthew Stafford. Carson Wentz, Tier 2, who also got some Tier 1 votes. And Dak Prescott, Tier 2, who also got some Tier 1 votes. And these are all these quarterbacks split between Tiers 1 and Tier 3, but Tier 2 is the one where they all kind of settled in. What's interesting, though, is Phillip Rivers still a Tier 2 guy here. And then that's the end of Tier 3, and then there's or the, the end of Tier 2, and then Tier 3, we're going to start seeing some, uh, some younger names. But a lot of familiar names there. And I think... Kind of like what we said with Lamar and, and, and Brady. And I think some, some voters are, are voting in the past a little bit here. Although, yeah, I mean, Philip Rivers, it's really hard to rank him. I think he's the hardest one for me to rank. But he got a Tier 1 vote, and I just, I just don't see that. He had 27 Tier 2 votes, 19 Tier 3 votes. Uh, he's 13th, and so I don't have a problem with him 13th. But the one voter that voted him Tier 1, and then people are voting Lamar Jackson Tier 3, there's something that doesn't add up there. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, like, they're not even close to me. And kind of that conversation we had earlier about Breeze Rogers Rogers Brady, obviously I think Ben, Ryan, those guys will be in that conversation too, where I fear they're going to be where I view Rivers now. Like, I think Rivers fell off last year more than that crew. Ben aside, he didn't play. And ranking Ben is very difficult, obviously, right now. I mean, he would be the hardest guy for me to place. I know these aren't exactly rankings. They're just accumulation of votes. But Rivers, to me, is not a Tier 2 player right now. I concede that he might prove me wrong with a better protection and a different situation. But the Chargers didn't mind letting him walk out the door. And I think they're excited for life after the version of Rivers we saw. I think Stafford is the best player of these guys we just mentioned, and I would have him ahead of Ben for sure, especially with Ben not being able to you know, help his cause last year. Um, but the guy that I meant, you know, c- kind of like how we talked about before, if somebody's going to really skyrocket, I think Wentz, I would put a chip down that Wentz will be a tier one guy next year. Obviously, health is a big one with Carson Wentz. Uh, some more weapons out there. I mean, he had a slow receiving group when when healthy uh, the last couple of years in uh, in Philly. I think the quote for Matthew Stafford here is an interesting one. If you landed him in Pittsburgh or San Francisco, you'd see a winner. And that's the big knock on Matthew Stafford is he hasn't won anything all these years in Detroit with as talented as he is. Right, and... Let's not forget, I mean, it's different than Ben because we saw a lot of really good football out of Stafford before he got hurt, but he's also coming off an injury, and that's a little bit of a small sample size pre-back injury. But I've been saying that lately. I think he keeps getting better. Um, you know, there's a lot of old guys and young guys on this list, where, and I think Wilson and Stafford are the two that are playing their best football in their prime, in their prime quarterback years, which is later than other positions. And unfortunately, Stafford doesn't get to show that off as much. I mean, to this point, I mean, if the Steelers had Stafford for 16 games last year, they might have won the Super Bowl. To me, Matt Ryan is the poster boy for Tier 2, and it kind of shows in these votes, too, because he had 38 Tier 2 votes. He had a couple of a tier ones and a couple of tier threes, but someone like Carson Wentz, who actually, when looking at average, 
ranked behind him, one spot behind him, 11th highest here with Carson Wentz. He actually had more votes in tier one than Matt Ryan did. So people believe that there's some helium with Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan just settled in. It's like, okay, we know exactly who Matt Ryan is now. Yeah. And I think that's a compliment. I think that's been who he is pretty much start to finish through a really good borderline hall of fame career had a year or two that were MVP ish, but he's not going to be for, you know, and people aren't going to look at him and say he's on the Manning Brady breeze tier, you know, through his career. But he's still really good. I mean, he could lead the league in passing this year. I think he's going to do very, very good things. But I think you said it perfectly. Like, he's the poster boy for a Tier 2 guy. Right. So you're like, okay, is he as good as Matt Ryan? Okay, well, maybe he's not in Tier 2 yet. Is he a lot better than Matt Ryan? We're talking about a Tier 1 player here. And Mm -hmm. I think Matt Ryan had that one Tier 1 year in 2016 with Kyle Shanahan. But we've seen who he is throughout his career. I mean, just a rock-solid Tier 2 guy. Another Tier 2 here, the 12th overall player, Dak Prescott. Uh, I think some people are going to get mad and say he deserves to be higher. Uh, It's interesting that the 12th-ranked quarterback is, at some point soon in the next 12 months, probably going to be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL as far as yearly average, even more than... um, Mahomes, More yeah. than Mahomes currently, because Mahomes' contract doesn't actually jump for for real cash, even though it's a big number average wise. It doesn't actually jump until a few years down the road. So Dak Prescott's actually going to take home more cash than any quarterback in the league, probably at some point in in 2021, which is interesting. Uh, three tier one votes for Dak, fourteen tier three votes for Dak, and thirty three tier two votes for Dak. Do we know? Where Dak is, like, is, is he the next Matt Ryan where this is the long-term Tier 2 quarterback, or is there uh, a higher ceiling there for Dak? I mean, Tier 2 is a high ceiling. You know, if you have a Matt right, Ryan career, <laughs> no one's going to complain about that. You know, I mean, that's great, especially if you end up with a ring. Um, I'd have a hard time. See, I, I, in, one, in some ways, you know, like I, I said Wentz has a, is my pick to be a Tier 1 guy next year. Dak wouldn't be far behind, but he would be behind in that conversation. But on this list, and I know it's not exactly a list, but he does come in 12th. He would be higher than for me. I mean, he'd probably be my eighth guy in the league right now. Something along those lines. It's so close with that group. And you you see a quarterback and you're thinking, oh, how is that guy not higher? And then you start counting him and looking at him like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, okay. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, and you mentioned the flux because that old group is just plugging along and still going. So we're not going to see that true change up. That's going to be fun to see where these guys land when there's no more, especially Brady and Breeze, but Big Ben and, and Rivers and, and Rodgers at some point, although Rodgers is going to play for a little while. Rodgers is the one because you mentioned it a little bit earlier. I could see not not necessarily a new peak, but just because he's trended down a little bit, there's time for him to, like, he could, like you said, a little extra motivation, a little extra chip on his shoulder. He could go absolutely nuts and be like, oh, yeah, there's there's that old MVP Rodgers again. We thought we weren't going to see him again. Oh, we saw him again. So I could see that still, another another uh, jump in his line graph uh, in the 2021, yes. 2020 range. That, that, that would not surprise me a ton. Right, because I don't think Brady, Breeze, Rivers, Ryan, they're not going to make sports center highlight plays, you know, like those days are done, you know, where right. Rogers might be like, Oh yeah, I remember how insanely good he was. <laughs> yes. And he still has all that physical talent, not quite showing the age. He's not quite 40 years old yet. Like breeze and right. Brady either. 
All right. And I'm not sure where Ben falls with that spectrum. Probably somewhere exactly in the middle. Yeah, and it's almost like you have to just vote on Ben like we saw him in 2018 because you don't know. Mm-hmm. But he had AB in 2018. They threw the ball a ton. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. he's a tough one. Tier three. I'm going to run through this tier three. And I said there's okay. five tiers. There's four tiers of quarterbacks. So tier three, we're, t- we're, we're getting to the bottom half of the starting caliber quarterbacks in the league. And tier four is going to be some real dirty starters and, and guys that should be backups. Uh, tier three, Kyler Murray coming in at the 14th overall rated guy. He had he had a tier one vote. So this is crazy. He had one tier one vote and he had five tier four votes. So he had tier votes all across the board. His biggest tier, though, was 25 tier three votes. So half of the votes went to tier three. Half of them split between one and four, which is super interesting with Kyler Murray. And I think we're seeing a trend. There are some coaches and GMs out there that want to see it for a while before they vote guys up and some other some other coaches and execs are projecting a little bit. So Kyler Murray, 14. Tier three, Kirk Cousins, 15, tier three. Uh, Tier three continues with Jared Goff at 16. 17 is Jimmy Garoppolo. I might have a problem there with at least the last two and how those three, uh, maybe the last three. Uh, I like Garoppolo at the top of this tier ahead of Cousins and ahead of Goff, but uh, if we're projecting, Kyler Murray's a tough one. Uh, 18, Ryan Tannehill, a tier three guy. Cam Newton comes in at 19 now. By the way, we're going to check in on risers and fallers on this list uh, in a bit here. Uh, tier three continues with the 20th overall quarterback in Derek Carr. 21 at Baker Mayfield. 22, Josh Allen. 23, Teddy Bridgewater, a tier three guy. Sam Darnold, a tier three guy at 24. Daniel Jones, a tier three guy at 25. Nick Foles is a large tier. <laughs> it's a very large tier. 26 is Nick Foles, and that is the end of tier three. Well, that's the first thing I would get on Sando's case a little bit about is I think it's time to do more tier. tiers. Yep. You know, like I would have just those two guys in tier one and maybe I'd have six tiers overall because tier three is pretty darn big here and there's a wide variety yes. of guys. And frankly, I think Rivers should be a tier three guy too. Um, like I'm, I'm scrolling through this, like Baker Mayfield to me did not play like a tier three player last year, but I can understand why there's, Still optimism, faith in the player. Um, I don't know if Daniel Jones played like a right. tier three player. Yeah, or Teddy Nick Bridgewater Cole. at 23, Daniel Jones, Sam Bradford. Those guys, I, I think, need to wait a bit to jump a tier because they haven't shown yeah. it quite yet. There's a lot of projection there. Derek Carr, um, do they belong in the same tier as Garoppolo, Goff, Cousins, Murray? It's a good question. I almost feel like tier three should be Jimmy Cousins car neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like good players. You, you can, can win, win a lot them. of games yeah. with them. They can take you to the Super Bowl. You could win it. Things have to be around them. Um, they could have really good years. Jimmy might be rising. You know, I'd take Jimmy those three as my favorite. I'm sure you would too. Goff probably projects long term to be in that tier. Um Tannehill and Newton to me are guys almost like Ben for the last conversation. I have no idea how you rank them, you know, just because Tannehill was amazing, but it was a small stretch and he wasn't amazing years before that. And Newton hasn't really been a factor for a couple years. He's like Ben too. So some of them are tough. Putting Kyler Murray as a 14th best quarterback is a little bonkers for me though. I mean, could he be a tier one guy next year? Absolutely. 
but that one's hard. You have to project it because this is for yeah. 2020. You're not looking back and saying, what was he last year? You're looking forward and say, okay, what, what do we have here this year? Which is why right. it's really hard for say rivers and uh, Kyler Murray to really feel strong about it, which is why we saw the votes split across all four tiers for Kyler Murray, which is super interesting. Yeah. To me. Okay. Um, we will get to tier four here and talk about the biggest risers and fallers from Sando's list over the past year. I'll read off tier four. It's the rest of the quarterbacks of the 35 quarterbacks eligible. 27, the beginning of tier four here is Marcus Mariota, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 28, Tyrod Taylor is 29, Drew Locke, 30, Gardner Minshew tied with Drew Locke for 30. 32 is Mitch Trubisky, 33, Dwayne Haskins, 34, Jared Stidham, and 35 is Kyle Allen. And for the Chicago Bears and New England Patriots, there was a, a couple of eligible quarterbacks there. So that's why we saw um, two quarterbacks each for those teams that were on this list of the projected starting caliber quarterbacks in the NFL in 2020. Do you have any problems with tier four guys that should be up higher or guys that shouldn't even be in the conversation with this tier? Like if we added a tier five, they would be down there too. Um, One name, I don't blame Mike for not having it on there because he's not a starter. But Jameis Winston, to me, is a big enough body of work that if you listed him here, I think I would have him ahead of all these tier four guys. Yeah, I'm still point. somewhat of a Winston believer. Yeah, so like Winston versus uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. Bridgewater yeah. was in tier three, ranked 23 overall. Where do you put Winston compared to him, right? Because the body like, of work. Be way ahead of Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but overall for tier four, no qualms. There's some of those guys, the Fitzpatricks, the Tyrods, that are placeholders for the heir apparent who's not ready yet. Um, Trubisky, Mariota have been basically failures. Locke's just an unknown. I mean, uh, he he could be up in a tier two guy next year. He could stay here. There's just not enough body of work. I think Minshew played better than a, a tier four guy and didn't get a ton of help. I thought Haskins improved as the season went on. Stidham, I don't know how you rank him at all. He's never really thrown in pass. And Allen, I guess, right. has to be last of these guys. Yeah, he de he definitely has to be last in my book. There's some projection yeah. there. There's some hope for some of these guys to make some jumps. Let's see who did make the biggest jump over the last year. Not a surprise at all. The biggest riser on this list went from Tier 4 to Tier 2 was Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and just think where he was a year ago. I mean, Flacco had just left the team. You know, he took over halfway through the season and was a package player those first eight games or so, brought led them to the playoffs after being kind of left for dead when he took over. So you could, you know, he should be hired, as we talked about earlier in the podcast. But if you go back and listen to last year's show, Lamar was still very much an unknown, you know. He's he the had only to be tier four last year. Yeah, he's the only quarterback that jumped two tiers. And you can make the argument he should have jumped three tiers. Deshaun Watson went from tier yeah. two to tier one. Josh Allen went from four to three. Dak Prescott went from three to two. And an interesting one, the fifth highest riser, he jumped a half a tier on votes. So his average for votes was 1.47 last year, even though he's a tier one guy, to all 50 votes, 100% going toward tier one this year. So Russell Wilson, he remained in the same tier, tier one, but he still had the fifth highest rise in average vote. I don't know much to add to those. I mean, that all adds up 100% to me. Um, I guess he wouldn't have been eligible last year, but I was just thinking of who would be some big risers. 
Ryan Tannehill has to be the biggest riser yeah, besides Lamar. But true. I guess he wasn't a starter whenever one year ago. Yeah, he went from tier zero. I don't the, think the he no was. Rank, in, yeah. Wait, was he in it last year? I bet he was not. That's what I'm guessing yeah. because Mariota was a clear starter. Right, because he, he was would, kind of an afterthought. He would have had to have been at least a full tier jump if he was in it, and I'm guessing he wasn't in it. So he went from he went from zero to tier three, basically. So kind yeah. of a kind of a two two tier jump. The, the biggest fallers, the yeah. yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers, he goes from tier one to tier two. I've, I really feel like I remember us guy. arguing that he wasn't a tier one, so I think we've been one tier below on Rivers for the last year, right? We, we didn't think he should yes. have been a tier one last year, if I remember. I, I'm kind of worried to go back and listen because the next guy, Mitch Trubisky, I, I feel like I still had a little bit of hope. Like, the last year was really bad for Trubisky because even though he hadn't lived up to that number two overall pick from the 2017 draft, I thought there were some glimpses of at least some hope for him to be okay. And he went in the opposite direction this year. So he dropped, dropped from tier three to tier four. Nick Foles remained in tier three, but his average dropped quite a bit just because he wasn't, you know, playing yeah, as sure. much. Marcus Mariota dropped from a three to a four. Tom Brady dropped from a one to a two. Baker Mayfield, here's one that I'm sure if we went back, we'd think, hey, this guy's going to jump up to the next tier. He's the next a good quarterback in the NFL. Uh, maybe a little too soon to put him at a two last year because he dropped from tier two to tier three. Right, because, I mean, think about just, it's almost like Lamar. Like, one year ago, Baker was the super hot commodity. He's going to be, a, he's on, everywhere you look, he's on a, a commercial. Um, and really, he had only played seven or eight games too. You know, I mean, yep. it was a small sample size and he did well, but I was very reserved then too, because he turned the ball over a lot, even though during that, that stretch in his rookie year and they played a very soft group of defenses. And it brings me a little bit to drew Locke. I mean, drew Locke didn't play as many games as Baker in their rookie years, but it's a, you know, a month sample as opposed to two months against weak defenses where people kind of overreact to good, not great play. And the fact that he was the number one overall pick, and it's a similar right. thing with Kyler Murray. He was 14 overall in this list, the top of tier three. He could jump into tier two. He could jump into tier one, or like we saw with Baker Mayfield, like does he go the direction of Lamar Jackson? Does he have a Baker Mayfield type season? So there's still a lot of outcomes for those young quarterbacks. And so that's where the biggest jumps come from. You know, Drew Locke could jump from four to two. Kyler Murray could go from three to two to one, or he could end up in tier four. And we, we see some big warts and, and maybe they have an awful season and they're overhyped. And, and there's, I think, some similarities there with, with the hype coming into the season, an up-and-coming team, a team that should be a lot better in Arizona like it was Cleveland last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it certainly is tough because you really feel like and you mentioned this earlier that these these quarterbacks have skipped a little bit of a generation where you got the old men that are still hanging on and doing well. And there's a lot of those Hall of Famers, Wilson and sort of Stafford or that next generation. But that generation's really lacking right now. I mean, it's hard to judge Brady versus Baker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's impossible. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then there's so many young guys and half of those young guys won't work out. But I also worry that a year from now, when we look at the biggest fallers, there might be three or four Hall of Fame names on there. Jared Goff, and speaking of Hall of Fame names on there, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, those are seven, eighth biggest fallers on the list. Goff went from two to three coming off that Super Bowl, and Roethlisberger was a tier one last year. Um, probably kind of, kind of like Rivers, 
Yeah, tier one. Was, tier one I, I can't guy. remember what we said about Ben last year. I feel like I wouldn't have been all the way on board with him being a, a tier one last year, but uh, he's in tier two because I think people just didn't know where to put him. Yeah, and funny. I mean, la- a, a year ago, Ben led the league in receiving. You know, he's coming off the uh, the year where he led the league in receiving. I think he threw the most passes in the league. I mean, he had AB and Juju both coming off thousand yard seasons, but he also put the ball in harm's way. And I, I even then, I hesitated a little to be a, a tier one guy. And it's funny though, he gets when you're these polls though, he still carries a pretty fair amount of weight. And the Steelers have shown us that they're you know not worried about him. So. I don't think he'll ever be a tier one guy again, but I expect him to be a top 10 type of player. Speaking of carrying weight, how does Big Ben look right now? Is he in good shape? Because there's there were times in his career he looked like an offensive lineman at some point. Is he <laughs> is he like have this renewed workout? Or are we going to see Big Ben show up and, you know, be his his Miami, Ohio college playing weight all of a sudden? I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time, obviously. But the beard is gone. All reports are that he looks in great shape. He's been working hard. But I've been around Ben in person. And if that guy wanted to be, if it was his goal to get to 325 in a year, he could be because he's just like big boned and a huge human being, an oak tree that can put on weight in a drop of a heartbeat, in a drop of whatever that is. Drop of heartbeat is not a term. Close enough. I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's a clue that it's time to wrap this thing up. Yep. Uh, that was fun. Thanks to Mike Sando for doing this every year. I, I love hearing it when it comes straight from the executives and you get some quotes and you don't get any names to the quotes, but you really see how the league feels in some cases and how split the league is. It's not like everybody in the league thinks that uh, every and we see it in the draft every year, like wildly different draft boards and even veterans five ten year veterans the league is split on how they look at some of these players so i always find that super interesting go check out sando's articles at the athletic matt and i will be back here tomorrow a twitter thursday tag me at bd peacock tag matt at williamson nfl we will be answering all of your queries about everything going on in the league about this list whatever you want to talk about it's your show tomorrow right here locked on nfl